0: One five
1: two five six seven. Hey everybody, Michael Rosso here, film photography podcast. Here with John Fidelli Hey everybody, and soon to be joined by Mr. Mark O'Brien. M F O, known known as M F O in these parts. M F, what's the F for? Mark Mark Frank O'Brien. Oh, okay, I didn't. Be here soon. All right, just making sure. Let's see what he is on uh, the Instagram. He's MFO Photos. There you go. Yep. M-F-O Photos on Instagram. He's an avid poster. A week or so ago, he posted that his new issue of Monochrome Mania.
0: What's this one about? It's all
1: images shot with the Ansco Pix PIX. panorama. Pix. 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 Pix.
0: Pix. 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 He's got
1: to be. It's a so back in the day there was this ancient video game
0: you know like a like a, it was like a, what do you call it like Pong
1: was it
2: Pong yeah
1: no oh you think it was you, you it was fire, the shooting thing you yeah, shoot out like of spaceship Galaxia or yeah, something galaxy. Like, what
0: yeah. is that Galax
1: <laughs> and, and on a local channel channel eleven WPIX picks picks the video game would come on a screen and then some kid would call in and then the operator on the other side would be like okay Billy you ready.
2: It's the new TV Picks. New games, new prizes, and more fun for you. When we call you to play TV Picks, you must know the TV Picks Pal. If we pick your postcard or letter and call you at home, and you can correctly identify that day's TV Picks Pal, you can play TV Picks.
1: And the kid would say Picks
2: every time yeah. they want to fire a Tell missile. Tell to
0: say Picks when, they, when the big tech guy would have to push the button to fire the missile. But there was always guys that were trying to do it, you know, technically, and be like, "pix, pix, pix,", pix. and then there were the kids that were just like, "pix, pix, pix, Fix, 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 pix, pix, You can see the guy pushing the button like, "Oh, these little bastards!" So Stop
1: Mark's new issue of Monochrome Mania, which we, you know, we have the theme song here.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm a mono, that means, that means one. one. I'm a chrome, a chrome, and that means, and that means fun. fun. I'm a monochrome, I'm a monochrome, monochrome mania. mania.
1: His new issue is all about the Ansco PIX. Panoramic camera. He's not going to be talking about that today. He's going to be talking about using a Kodak lens on a Leica camera, which is very interesting. Huh? And he's also going to be uh, doing a review of the Zeiss Icon Symbolica. Sounds like the name of, like, a prog rock album. (laughs) Zeiss Icon Symbolica. Yeah. So before Mark comes in, I'm going to just chit-chat really quick about a few few different you know, new things that you guys should know what's happening, what's going on.
0: Yeah, what's happening?
1: First and foremost, Film Ferrani, a P30 black and white, 35 millimeter film. It's been out of stock so long yeah. that people think it's a new film. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so people... Into, oh, I've never seen this film before. It's, it's been out of circulation for... Wow. ...well over a year. And it's good film. Yeah. Good it's stuff. Gr- it's great film. It's made in Italy. Italy. I
3: would to a shot so
1: Italy. Ba- it's based on their cinema film, which is, I don't want to say high contrast, but just heavy black. Like there's a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of, I'll uh, say ink. There's a lot of uh, silver in it. So it produces a very rich... Black. The blacks are deep. Yeah, the blacks are... But the
0: whites are pretty, you know, they, they pop too.
1: It's a very unique black and white film, and there's no other black and white film available None. that looks like that. And it's back at the Film Photography Project store. Also, just so you folks know, brand new, and it's been selling like hotcakes. We have a new 120 film called FPP 120 X-Ray Film. X-Ray! X-ray. X-ray. It's medical x-ray film cut and conformed to 120 with backing paper and the proper numbers. Proper? Proper modulation. <laughs> but it produces, because it's x-ray film, mm. and there's no anti-halation layer on it, oh. it produces very dreamy.
0: So you get like diffuse looking. Yes, get diffuse. Things glow.
1: Yes, it's very glowy. And also it has a pronounced grain. I wouldn't call it a grainy film, but it has mm. a pronounced unique grain. So this is uh, FPP black and white, 120. X-ray film and it's available at the FPP online store. FPP 120 X-ray film. It's fabulous.
0: That's it. FPP 120 X-ray film. Yeah, if you go to the store, not like mummy or creature of the Black Lagoon. Nothing.
1: FPP black and white X-ray film. Go go to the store. You'll see examples. Our good friend Tariq Terry in Columbus, Ohio, shot some Mm. shot some images. Is that Matt's friend? Yes. Uh Our good friend Greg Tamara. He's on Instagram. You can tell me his name. Greg Tomara. I don't want to know tomorrow. I want to know today. Oh, Greg T-U-M-A-R-A. Tumara. He's on Instagram. Check him out. All right. I was trying to do the Aben Costello, who's on first. Right. Okay. And if you have any hankering for the 1980s, check my personal account on Instagram. It's called... <laughs> Film Shooter Mike. Film Shooter Mike. I, I dug up all the, uh, the negatives from Bill on the Hill. That's William Patterson College now called William Patterson University. And mm-hmm. I've discovered some things that I never knew existed, like that you could just bring a six-pack of beer into class and just
0: drink. <laughs> it was the end-of-the-year party. It okay, was like yes. you just bring it to class any day.
1: There were pizzas, too. Yes. Well, I'm going to put those... It was a screening. Well. It was the end of the year filmmaking class where you bring your final project in, screen it, screen it.
0: Other students and yes. family members. I
1: don't know if any of the students' films you'd bring. It would be like Super 8. What film did you screen? Do you remember?
0: Because uh, I, I really can't think. remember what I screened. No,
1: I saw the picture of Dave Macaluso. He had a Super 8 film and a huge boombox to try and sync up to the try soundtrack, and sync it, which never sunk up. No, you try. What is my Instagram handle? Film Shooter Mike. Oh, thank you, <laughs> boy. Yeah, testing, testing. Right before we started uh, recording this, John and I were outside with the new to me K three. Yeah, how do you say that word? I can't pronounce it. Pouch Kropnick, Krop, Kraskin, Kraskin, Ropk. Kraskinoks, rocks.
3: Now we are now testing this out for
1: sixteen millimeter K three camera. It's a wind up camera. It's a cult camera. It's so popular. Why? I well, Did we're going to find it? out Did we're you gonna,
0: find out why or no? You
1: we're going to find out why okay. I loaded it Nope, first time using it I, I purchased it from Moldova in January Who's that? Moldova It's a, it's a Russian-controlled area Oh, it's a country I Yeah, Moldova person. There's a guy on Instagram who, like, set you up He's not the guy I bought from Oh, here he is K3 Super 16 Max oh,
0: super Max Korpenko <clears throat> You need to follow him I do, why? Oh, I'm not even following him <laughs> Why do I need to follow him? Does he post like uh Everything is the K3. Everything. All about the K3. All about the K3. Guy's obsessed.
3: Well,
1: I don't know if he's obsessed. He he takes them in, refurbishes them, and just so you folks know, there's 16mm you know, film, and then the next step in 16mm technology now, beyond, beyond. was uh, Super 16.
3: Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this!
1: And then overseas, it was also known as Ultra 16, which is a little bit different. So right. they would take the, the film gate and they would make it wide. They would punch it out. So that your frame fits beautifully into a 16 by 9 modern, you know, 1920 that's by 1080 nice. frame. So he does that. So this camera, he does. And that's max. a Super 16, the one you This does? is Ultra 16. Uh, uh, ooh. ooh. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound.
1: I loaded this up with a roll of Yeti Black and White Reversal. It's orthochromatic. It's ISO 1. It's a reversal film. 1. Yeah, we had a hard time getting our numbers outside because it's a little overcast today. But oh, we yeah. shot a test roll. Hmm.
0: It's going to be a little underexposed.
1: You folks in a week or so will be able to see that on the FPP Film Photography Project YouTube channel. If you have any interest. Probably not. A couple of guys out there. Girls. Yeah. Or two. So this was a two-fold test test the camera and to test the film. Very excited about that. What else? What else? Well, quick shout-out, quick shout-out, quick shout-out Yeah, uh, to our good friends at the dark room: Phil, Keith, Trev. A week or so ago, Trev Lee, po- he's a, also an avid Instagram poster, Trev Lee. The does he Darkroom. do his
0: own thing, or he does it all for the uh, dark room? two accounts.
1: I mean, we're talking about Instagram now, so as we were. Trev Lee, he has his own account, T-R-E-V-L-E-E, and he also has the room lab
0: because he's their social media director yes he is
1: and he posted uh, all about the um film ferrania p30 he loves
3: it
0: yeah who doesn't uh, so shout out so to the she-
1: folks at the darkroom who uh, supply us with uh, recyclables in the form of uh, outer cans, thirty-five millimeter cans, you know the where you put your film in, and thirty-five millimeter canisters, which we use when we roll our in-house film, like this past uh, fall, the Mummy, the Mummy, the Mummy 400 was Clarice. rolled using recycle cartridges. The mummy. Mummy. Mm-hmm. and the dot com which is a full service laboratory, these are not commercials, by the way, just so you guys know these are shout called shout outs, okay uh, what is it called John? quid pro quo
3: quid pro quid quo, quo, quo
0: I guess so that means you do something for me I do something for you But this is very casual I call this organics okay well what are they doing what are you doing for them Oh, mentioning their business oh no
1: why well, we I do mention their business yeah. but uh, also this is from Leslie so uh, a few labs more and more labs are like getting you know kind of like sending us stuff so this is the express photo shout out from Leslie Express photo on six Mile road in Livonia Michigan
0: hmm. I thought it was eight mile.
1: They love what they do, and they've been doing it for thirty-eight years. It's a lot of years. Family-owned and operated. They love the current resurgence of film processing. In addition to film processing, they offer hardware. If you need a hammer, yeah. <laughs> tape <Come on>. measure. <laughs> Leaf blower? Photo restoration, and they can digitize just about anything.
0: Oh, can they digitize me? Maybe. Put me in
1: the matrix? We love what we do, and we love our customers. They're a beautiful store. This is very nice. Leslie's really expressing her feelings about their them. Well... Their beautiful store offers C41 processing from 110 to 120, medium format. And they average, listen to this, John, they average 130-plus rolls a day. Wow. What Leslie does is she she gets in her buggy and drives down to Express Photo in Livonia, Michigan, and, like, picks up the recyclables. Does she really? Yeah.
0: She's in Ohio. She's doing the rolling.
1: Also, we received packages just this past week from Kirk at Garland Camera. Garland Cameras in Garland, Texas. Right. We talked about them
0: uh, last I'm not
1: sure they sell hardware. You may have to go to a hardware store in Garland. I bet you there is one. I'm sure there is. But they do processing, and they also offer camera repair. That's right. We have not tried their camera repair. So I'm just letting you folks know and looking for you you folks out there to give us feedback. And that's what's wonderful about the darkroom, not pulling anyone's leg. The feedback we get about the darkroom from from our listeners and customers is overwhelming. And when I say overwhelming, I mean overwhelmingly good. Yeah. <laughs> no, they do a great
0: job. There's yeah. nothing to complain about. So Kirk And they're nice, friendly people. Yes. So Kirk at Garland
1: Camera uh, has been sending uh, like smaller boxes. And I have to tell you, Kirk, they are so handy. Like a little box comes in the outer, outer canisters, mm. outer cans. They get used immediately. Wow. As soon as they come in. Right into the production line. So th- <clears throat> thank you very much. Really, really, really appreciate it. Thank that. you very much. Yeah. So that's the story right now. When we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by Mark O'Brien. Yeah. And uh, if folks want to send some feedback, um, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Bing, bang, bing. Ricochet, rabbit. Uh, and uh, stick around. We're going to have uh, some, some more show.
4: What show? What show? Phineas T. Prude was a multi-zillionaire with a pickle face. He didn't like Christmas, he didn't like Santa Claus, and most of all, he didn't
2: like children. Time to
4: wake this show up!
2: Welcome back, Cotter. (laughs) Brought to you by Kodak, whose new instant cameras and dependable Kodak films help you remember the times of your life. Kodak.
1: Hey, we're back and we're here with Mr. Mark O'Brien. King of the lo-fi. That's right. Uh. He'd say. Today, yes, John. No. Today, we're going to talk about putting a Kodak lens on your Leica or other LTM camera and LTM Leica thread mount.
0: Yeah. Why would you do this? The K E the Kicks
1: K E K S thirty millimeter f ten. So. When you say Kodak lens, I thought of like some 1950s lens, but in fact, you're talking about a point-and-shoot. Exactly. So tell me, tell us about this. Okay,
5: tell us about this. I've been madness. looking in online at various things that have been coming out recently, and I saw, and the Kex is a company in Taiwan, I believe, and they have a light meter that is looks pretty pretty nifty, and I. Looked out of buying it, and I thought, uh this is kind of pricey too for what I was willing to pay." But I looked at their website, and they had this, like a thread, this little lens that was basically it's, talk about a pancake lens. Yeah, no, this is this is not even a, it's a I crate. That was it's the not lens, a pancake. I
0: thought that was the cover. We well, didn't know that it, was it was looks like a lens. lens cap. Yeah,
5: and in factly, you, you're right. It is like a lens cap. Um, actually, it's more like a body cap because it screws body in. Body cap, yes. So, what Kex did, they've taken these lenses out of Kodak One our single use cameras, mm-hmm. and which are a 30 millimeter um, F10 lens, and they figured out a way to, to put them into a body cap that screws into my, like a thread mount camera. In this case, um, it's a Canon 7, but I also tried the lens out on my Zorky. Which is, which is a Russian-made um, Leica thread mount camera. It looks Duh. a lot like a Leica 2. It was thirty bucks, and I figured why not? I'll, I'll put out thirty bucks for something as wild as that. So I got, it came in came in the mail pretty quickly, um, international mail, and uh, I stuck it on on my camera, and I shot a roll of black and white film with it. And basically, you just use it like you would a point and shoot because it's one aperture. You don't. There's no focusing. The, fo- the focus is probably from like nine feet to infinity.
0: So, when you set your aperture on like one twenty,
5: well, it's, it's f ten. That's what it's set at. Oh, I mean, there's no there's no no control what about over your it? shutter speed. I mean, the shutter speed's the only thing you can change. Oh. So you can change your camera to change your your shutter speed to reflect the light changes. And I just eyeballed. I did sunny sixteen, you know, and it went around and shot. The cool thing was, all my images came out with that same kind of je ne sais quoi that disposable <laughs> film cameras have. Where can we see these images? The images are on my um, random camera blog. Oh, okay. Okay. They are sharp in the center and diffuse along the edges. And I thought, you know, it's just a fun lens. I mean, mm-hmm. not only can you get them for like a thread mount, I believe they had Leica M mount as well. Now the problem with that is some people say you're putting a thirty-dollar plastic lens on your camera. Mm-hmm. And I say, why <clears> not? <throat> I mean, it's all for having a good time with trying things out. Um, I have it on my Canon 7 right now, and it really, it looks like I have no lens on it because it's so flat. Is this a hot item? Because I know wherever I look, fancy people all over the country. (laughs) Fancy people. I mean, people going nuts for Leica. Right. So is this a popular item? I I couldn't tell you that, but I do know that there, if you look on, on eBay especially, There's all kinds of lenses that people have adapted to fit on Leica cameras. Okay. Now, part of that is the popularity of mirrorless cameras, which can often take Leica thread mount lenses if you have an adapter. People have asked about, after I put the blog up, they said, does this fit? An adapter. It may or may not work with an adapter. I I don't know. But the other part of it is because they're made for such a a very specific film plate film distance from the film to the uh, lens it won't work in an slr which would require much which is a much farther distance so it's it's going to work only on either mirrorless cameras or leica or leica thread mount cameras Mm, uh, because that was one
1: of my questions does this company kex ktz kex yeah do they make any other mounts
5: of this type of yeah so they i think they have mirrorless and then they or an, you can use a Leica adapter for those cameras. Okay. I mean, it's a fun camera. I see people taking some of the Russian uh, Lomo point-and-shoots that people... Hmm. Or not that point-and-shoots. They're other Lomo cameras that, that were made. Um, and they have a nice little lens on them, but they have to put it in a helical made from another lens that was a piece of junk or something, and mm-hmm. they sell those. So this, to me, was for 30 bucks. I go, well, yeah, try it out and see what happens. And it was fun because I just went out... Snapped away, and then uh, there's no. I mean, it's just composing. There's no focusing and all that. So, so do you tend to pass things
1: along or sell things off? Like, will you use that for a while? Oh, I'll hang on to this. You thing. hang on to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll hang on to it.
5: Yeah, I think that's a fun thing.
0: And what are you, you going to use it for? You think? What would you say? Oh, I'm going to such and such a place. I'm going to get my uh, my kicks. My kicks out. I'm going to get my kicks. I
5: probably. Would shoot to piss off people who thinks it should have a real proper lens on it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're going to take it to the next photo walk. Yeah, well, will. And they'll say, What the hell is that? You'd
5: get run out of town, dude. But you would get much more shit. <laughs> if it was on a Leica. If it was on a Leica. Of course, yeah. And they would say, What are you Be defiling clear. that Leica with? Well, you know, I think it's one of those things where there's so many different things you can come up with. That would fit on that Leica that you have. I like it that.
1: It's the, what, the, the 3, is it?
5: M2. You have it? Oh, no. M3.
1: M3, yeah. yeah. No, the yeah. M3.
5: You would put this on an M3?
0: Yeah,
1: I wouldn't. You, do, you, do you like shooting with that M3?
0: <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, the IP... It, oh, you broke it. It needs service. No, I didn't break it. It, it needs service. The eyepiece is fogged. It needs, uh, what do you call it, CLA? T- T-L- yeah. TLA. TLA. C-L-A. It needs tender love and care, yes, and also to be uh, CLA. Would you send that camera to a CLA person? Yeah, you know, Leslie, I reached out to Leslie, and she, oh. she told me a guy... That I got to get in touch with because oh, I was going to send it to this guy, uh, Kanto Camera in Japan. Yes, uh-huh. hi,
4: Whew,
0: thousands of dollars. Okay, to like put the to to clean it up, put new leather on it, and, and the shipping would have been like you know, 1800 bucks or something.
5: I had new leather Crazy. Put up
0: on my M2 at Blue Moon for like 80 bucks. Really, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get in touch with this guy that Leslie uh put me in touch with. Interesting, yeah.
1: Well, thanks, Mark. And this, this Kodak lens on your Leica or other. LTM camera. That's an actual blog. Yep. What's it called? What's the blog called? Random camera blog. But how do we find
5: that blog? Oh, you would you would just oh find that post? Yeah. How would you find that post? Um, you could just search under um, KEX K E K S.
1: Oh K E K S K E yeah. K S KEX.
5: And they what have a uh,
1: they have a uh, Etsy store? No, they have a website. Oh, what other kind of fun stuff do they sell?
5: They they had a couple other things aside from that and the light meter. I. I don't remember what the other things were, though, but they were um, little gadgets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, very good. Thank you very much, Mark.
4: Hey, you're welcome. Mr. Prune decided to make children unhappy by taking Christmas away from them. He went up to the North Pole and promised Santa a billion dollars if he would stop giving Christmas presents to children. Naturally, Santa refused. So Mr. Prune took his billion dollars and bought the whole North Pole and became Santa's landlord. (laughs) And he raised the rent so high, nobody could pay it, least of all Santa Claus. He told Santa to have the rent money by December 24th, Christmas Eve, or he would take all the presents away as payment.
2: That's right, yeah. Yeah. Is this all that you have to remind you of the fun of last Christmas? Ornaments, gift paper, ribbons and bows, Well, this year, with a Brownie movie camera, you can save the truly wonderful things of Christmas. The rapture on the face of a child seeing his first Christmas tree. The excitement of a boy getting the one thing he wished for most. All the love, happiness, and joy of Christmas. Yours to enjoy again and again in beautiful big screen movies. You'll get all the action and color with a Brownie movie camera. And now you can have both the camera and the new easy-to-use Brownie 8 projector in this complete outfit for $78.25, or as little as $8 down. This week, visit a store that displays this sign. Give a Brownie movie camera so your family can take movies and make this the best Christmas they'll ever remember.
1: John, do you have a song for the Zeiss icon Symbolica 35?
3: Symbolica This is a
1: camera that I know nothing of. I never heard of it, although I have heard of Zeiss Icon. And I know if you put the two words Zeiss Icon on any of your eBay auctions you just get a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> Zeiss Icon Symbolica 35mm. It's like Abbott
0: and Costello. Not so much for Abbott, not so much for Costello. But put them together. But together. It's
1: Abbott and Costello. You're making some money. Yeah, that. So Zeiss Icon is that one company or a, a, a
5: conglomeration or a grouping? Well, it's one company. I don't know if I really want to go into the whole history of Zeiss Icon. <laughs> but it was Zeiss the Zeiss optics firm goes back a long long way right. back in the 1800s. Sure. Who's um, Icon then? And so Icon is a, another contraction of other names. Zeiss Icon up until the World War II was in Dresden, Germany. And we know what happened in Dresden, Germany. Bad things. Bad things. Bad things, um, Joey. Bad things. So after the aftermath of World War II, obviously Russia split up, and the U.S. divided up Germany into East and West. And the Zeiss Icon AG um, camera men and engineers fled fled the East and moved into Stuttgart, I believe, and some other areas in Germany. And the ones that remained in the East went to Jena, J E N A. Oh, and um, and also they. Um, Oh, Gina. Yeah, yeah. So There's lenses too. So so Zeiss, if you see Zeiss Icon Gina, that is the East German one. Oh, and then there was Zeiss Icon in the West. I don't think I've there ever was seen a, the Gina. Then became a trademark dispute. Mm. You could only market Zeiss Icon in the Eastern Bloc countries, which meant you could not sell their stuff in the West because it said Zeiss Icon on them. So they became Pentagon. Wow.
1: Sam Sherman would be able to jump into this oh, conversation. I'm sure he would, yeah. This is-
5: the thing is, is that, so you see Pentacon on lots of things. <clears throat> and then pre-war, Zeiss Icon was in just Germany. And the they invented the Tessar lens, Ah, which you hear about the Zeiss Tessar. Heard about well, that it's four elements in three groups, and guess what? Almost every lens is a Tessar. So people get all bent out of shape because they see that you know that that uh, T Star, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh yeah, it's great. Well, really, it's just their common lens. You know, mm. so if they're bad or anything. It's just that it's not unique. Speaking of unique trickery. Um, <laughs> This camera came from a friend's estate, and it's a Zeiss Icon Symbolica. Now, it's an interesting choice of a name because it uses symbols like you know one head, two heads, three heads, Blokes. mountains, mm-hmm. and so forth. Right? The <gasps> Symbolica it, it looks really, co- actually, quite modern. It's got very it sure few does. discernible. Uh, it's like something marked out. You know,
0: that kind of looks like a camera my father bought in Germany. He was stationed in Germany in the fifties. Well, well this was came out in
5: 1962. Oh. He might have gotten a Kodak Retina.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was an American-made camera though.
5: German-made, American ah! branding. So Kodak Who bought the-, the Nagel factory in Stuttgart and that became where they made where they made all the best Kodak cameras. In fact, the Kodak Instamatic 500 was made there. Sweet, the best Instamatic camera ever made.
1: Uh it takes 126 film and please will will some film manufacturer make 126 film thank you
5: <laughs> so the Symbolica was designed to be a very simple camera <laughs> That's sweet. for your your sort of uh occasional snapshooter so it uses a little control on the front um That's focus? Ha- first of all it, ha- it has a selenium meter which oh. which powers the, mm. the the exposure system and you move these little levers on the side where it's have a little uh, shows a sun which means daylight
3: mm-hmm.
5: and the side there's a little like a f- lightning mark, and that's for flash. So I made the mistake of thinking, oh, I can just go out and line these numbers up what I think should be the exposure at like F16 or whatever. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's not, I did it wrong. So stupid. You have to use the sun, and you just move that back and forth in the conditions until this little needle is centered in the middle of your viewfinder. Oh, and so it'll give
0: you the exposure from right. the meter.
5: The, the things that you should have, right? Actually, but the
0: numbers don't correspond to any kind of f stop. Only if the, only if you speed. use the
5: flash with it, and the oh. flash is proprietary and I don't have one. So. Mm. so anyway. Now we know what to get you for you, Christmas. Yeah. By the way, it uses 35 millimeter film. It is a... Um, Real quick, the flash. So it does, ah! doesn't, doesn't have a PC port? No, it has a, a cold shoe. Cold shoe, but where do you plug the, this thing comes oh, off and it plugs into there. That's too bad. On the top. Mm. But it has a um, nice flip out for, for winding the film. The bottom part flips oh, out oh, here. look
3: at
0: that. That's a crank. CR a crank.
5: Crank is on the bottom. Film advance wheels right here. Yeah. So. Sweet.
0: That's like the Retina, no?
5: A lot like, like, well, like a lot of different 30, small 35mm, yeah. like Voigtlanders have a lot like Ah, that. right. Um, the viewfinder is a high-reflective Albeda viewfinder. You can see the frame lines and so that looking through the viewfinder. It's, what it, kind of lens so is it, on there? What, is it it's 50? A, well, okay, it's a 50mm f2.8 Tessar. So here we go. Ah. This is like their cheapy camera. And it's got a Tessar lens in it. Now, the funny thing is this lens has look you know how when glass gets a little fracture you get that little conchoidal appearance along the edges of things <coughs> conchoidal conchoidal really um, there's two of these word. in here so something this camera must have gotten dropped Ooh. there's nothing shaking around inside but there's little little fractures on the in the glass. Doesn't
1: it sound like a thermos from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, that's
5: right. Play with the mercury. You yeah, have fun. It's really easy to use. I'll pass it around. And take a look at it. So really, what do you it's, mean? It's, so
0: the, the the lens is kind of wonky, or no? What the I shot with like? it. It was fine. No Everything problem. was fine. No okay, problem. I can see because either. they were at
5: the edge of the lens. And What's not the in word the you center. used?
0: Concoital. Concoital. It's sort
5: of like like. Shaped like a shell. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, you see him. That's
0: what conchoidal means. Yeah. I like learning new words. Okay. That's nice. So while he's looking, talk a little bit
1: about um, conchoidally, Mike. The the light meter you mentioned is selenium, right? Which means that it takes no batteries. No batteries, right? Now right. were you concerned that
5: because yeah. of the age that the selenium meter oh. meter was burned out? That's always a that's always a, an issue. But the thing was, it had been kept in a never-ready case all these years. Oh, lucky. When you find a camera that has a selenium meter and takes no batteries,
1: especially eBay purchases, like eyeball the meter. Was there a
5: cover on it? Was it in a bag? That's key, right? It is key because they lose their sensitivity over time if they're continually exposed to light. Right.
0: It is a fur line on here. Oh, how's that? It's not a a hair. Oh, it's a woman on there. It's a fur line. Okay. (laughs) So.
5: So I put a roll of XP2 in this thing. XP2 is a black and white chromogenic film? Chromogenic film. However, you can develop XP2 with regular D76 because it's a black and white film. And can you find that formula on the massive development chart Yep, it is on there. It is. And I hadn't done that until recently because I had a bunch of XP2 I hadn't developed. And I hate using opening up a C41 kit to do black and white. So I looked out. And the results of regular black and white developers with XP2 was fantastic. Is that right? Yeah. It's really nice. So I developed the film. And the pictures where I followed the little sun and made, and did the metering like I'm supposed to came out great. This is the meter here. Yeah. But if you look through, you can see it. I can't see, see it. In the very, very, very top, you have to move it you see the little oh you see okay that? I see it there yeah.
0: we go oh no kidding that's pretty awesome
5: so it's really a, it's a fairly simple it's camera cool. now the Symbolica part binocs. Binocs. <laughs> is funny because they use symbols but I think the Symbolica is symbolic of the end of the German camera juggernaut industry because by 1962 you're starting to see really nice cameras come from Japan which were eclipsing the heavy metal monsters that Zeiss Icon was making. The other part of it, Zeiss Icon made so many cameras with so many different names. Oh, yeah. You'll see Icontas, which are folding cameras, mm-hmm. and they have like 5 billion different combinations of those things, and they're all with a different number and, and so on. But they made tons of cameras. So Symbolica stands out because no other camera Zeiss made has that name, um, whereas if it was Iconta or Contina or Contessa or... Iconta, uh, whatever. They there's all of these different flavors. That was in 1962. And so the other thing that happened a year later, this is for the casual snapshot that they were aiming for. It's 1963, the Instamatic arrived. Oh. So Death. priced really cheaply, but really easy to use. Point and shoot. Now, it doesn't come up to the quality of a Tessar lens, but for your average family snapshooter, the, the Instamatic was was a godsend. That first Instamatic had a beautiful glass lens. It did. They did a nice job with that. This camera is symbolic of two things. One, the end of the road for a lot of German camera manufacturers in the 60s, and the, the ascendance of the Japanese camera industry. So I think that's... And the, and the other part of it is also the... The domination of the by Instamatics mm-hmm. of the low end cameras for for your average snap. But sheater. they
0: they made this camera after that started happening.
5: Just before, just before, so it
0: would be precious. And
5: like a lot of German made cameras, it's over engineered probably. It's certainly got a lot of metal in it. It's well made, but it, it's but it's really. A, Pretty much a point-and-shoot.
1: How do you set your ISO?
5: There's a little tab that you move around on the side very carefully, and rotate the ring, and it and it um,
0: matches up with where the ISO in? should be.
1: ISO ten, <coughs> ISO thirteen hundred.
0: Yeah, believe it. So just but you never 1300.
1: know. Thirteen hundred. So you could take some uh, Babylon thirteen
5: out. Yeah, with you this. could. <laughs> <laughs> Were these popular in the U.S.? No. I mean, I think you're more likely to find any of these in uh, European markets or European eBay sellers. I mean, some made their way over here. It's probably more likely to find this than a camera made by an East German manufacturer Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they weren't allowed to sell this stuff over here. And how many rolls will you... It's a
0: (laughs) Bolton!
1: How many rolls will you shoot through that before you move on?
5: Uh, I'll probably put another roll, maybe some color in there to see how it, if oh, it's okay. any difference. But um, When did you get that camera? That's... Oh, I've had it in my, sitting in my drawer for a couple of
0: years. Yeah.
5: I was afraid to take it out and use it because I saw those little faults in the glass. And I thought, oh, man, what this looks like, is this going to work? That because, would
0: make me rush out and use it.
5: Um, like, oh,
0: I can't wait to see what this looks like.
5: It takes pretty decent images and uh, what's not to like. They aren't very expensive on the bay. I think about 30 bucks. Okay, that's great. So, it's a nice um, compact little camera.
0: It is. And it's, you know. And you find the meter is pretty good. uh, And this one, yeah, it was.
5: Now, the thing is, for some reason, Zeiss Icon's not the only one to be at fault with this. They didn't put strap lugs on these cameras. They Hmm. had to be carried in an ever ready case to have a strap on. Yeah, yeah. And I hate that. Yep. You can get a little screw on thing in the bottom where the Mm. the, uh, tripod screw goes in with a strap on it. But that's kind of cumbersome. I like. Mm-hmm. Hanging around my neck,
3: cumbersome.
5: So that's about the, all I can say about the Symbolica. I mean, and oh yeah, the other thing is this is actually the Symbolica 2 but it doesn't say that anywhere. No, it doesn't. How do you know? The original Symbolica had a more classic camera appearance to it with adjustments for exposure. This ah. one was all all um, what's this automatic. Little, what's this thing? That's your exposure number film counter. Oh, the shutter button, shutter release. Oh, right that's cool. So you can go like that. You could find uh, very quiet uh, <laughs> for folks listening.
1: Uh, you could find a lot of non-cult cameras on the Bay eBay, uh, very you know,
5: very reasonably priced yeah. because they, because yeah.
1: they just don't have any buzz. Yeah. Right, they get them n- before you can't afford. I them.
5: mean, you know, if you have the uh, Yashica T, whatever T four, T four, T three, and people pay obscene six- amounts Crikey. of money for
1: those things six hundred to twelve hundred dollars.
0: Get out. get
1: what? It's just yeah. a point and shoot. It's a point and shoot. Modern. Plastic camera. Yeah. With yeah. electronics
5: that go bad. It
1: has buzz, John. It I told buzz. you people are stupid.
5: <laughs> now, if they just have the they're buzz cheap. about the Pentax Spotmatic or the um or the Symbolica. The <laughs> Pentax Spotmatic is also an expensive
1: camera, yeah. right? Yeah. And
0: they're excellent. I and mean, are people... they better than the K1000? Uh, yes.
5: In general, I would say they are. And yeah.
0: Ringo Starshot. With Who's them? the guy sitting behind a desk that makes the decisions about what's popular? It's like today it's going to be the uh, Yoshika T2. Has to do with uh some celebrities
5: that yeah, they've shot with.
0: Oh my god. Well yeah. oh, who
5: was using uh oh, I know. I don't know if it's a real documentary or not, but Johnny Depp is playing W. Eugene Smith, and he shoots with Minoltas, SRTs.
0: What's that called? Well, we got a ton of those. Uh, has
5: it come out yet? I SRT one hundred and one, one hundred and ones, one hundred and twos. Uh, yeah, so I haven't seen the documentary. I don't know what it's called, but it, it, he does look like Eugene Smith, so it's pretty cool. Now who was Eugene Smith? He was a fairly famous photographer. Remember the um, he did one of the big things he did was the expose on Minamata in Japan, yeah. where he got beat to the pulp <clears> by the by the thugs from the company he was covering for the uh because they were releasing mercury into the water. No.
3: Mm. Uh. <laughs>
0: but he also He's a whistleblower, this guy. Well
5: he was a documentary photographer, but he was also a really um, big lover of jazz. And there's um, a really good documentary about him in his apartment in, in um, I guess it was New York, and he lived right above the studio where all these jazz musicians would jam, and he was recording them all the time. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good documentary. Really. I would look for it.
1: Cool. Well, Mark, thank you very much You're for uh, reviewing the Zeiss Icon Symbolica 35. Yes, sir. And we'll be right
3: back.
2: Das ist sie, die Praktika Nova 1, eine echte einäugige Spiegelreflexkamera von Pentakon. Rasch und bequem die richtige Belichtungszeit durch den neuen Einstellknopf. Das ist das PL-System, die neue Filmeinlegeautomatik. Den Film in die Kamera legen, bis zum Punkt vorziehen, die Kamera schließen, zweimal blind auslösen und schon ist sie Schussbereit. Noch schneller in der Anwendung, noch schneller in der Bedienung. Leipziger Herbstmesse 1967.
1: Hey, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Hey, you know, yeah. the biggest treat this month so far has been uh, a listener sending me an email asking about some music at the end. They say, oh, what is that oh. music at the end of? And I'll go to that podcast and I'll be like, oh, okay, it's Darren Ballard Riley song. Some of
0: the new batch of tunes.
1: So I went to Darren's band camp page mm-hmm. and was shocked and surprised. I was elated to see that he has like a whole new mini album up, yep. including such hits as Street food, Street food. Street Food. You can hold it in your
3: hand. Street
1: Food. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is the new hit. And then John, you
0: liked which one? Was that called? What was the last one called? I forget. It's it's mostly an instrumental. It's like meow, 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 meow. each one better than the last because it's all uh, synth driven stuff. Previously, Ballard has been uh, you know kind of like a uh, guitar based project. Do you know now? Darren's really getting into. You, can
1: you identify? Do you identify those? Um, <clears throat> I cannot. Those those synths. I cannot. So here, it's a four-song it's a four song EP, as we used to call them. You have number one, Mary Drinks Mild. Mary drinks
3: mild on a Friday night. Sitting
1: in the snow puts the world to rights. Then you have number two, the hit, Street Food, which we're going to be playing. Number three, Do You Like Drawing?
3: Do you like drawing? I know you do. I've seen you sketching.
1: I like it too. And number four, John's favorite, Super Snout.
0: Super Snout. I was going to say Super Not, but that's... uh. And Black then Sabbath. there's
1: a, a single that he put out, not part of any album, which is really good. It's called Pricks. Yeah, about politics.
3: I see pricks everywhere I go. I Show it's a good song.
0: Yeah, it's about
1: politicians. Yeah, and which we're we're not political here at the FPP, but I can tell you, regardless of what you know party you happen to be a part of,
0: it's equally uh, equally about all of them
1: astounding to me of how awful people that serve
0: mm.
1: are. People that serve. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; there are a spl- lot of
0: people get into it for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah. and I that.
1: think the people we see that he's that Darren's singing about; these are people front and center. Like there are so many people that you don't see on the news
0: who are just doing their job beautifully. That's right. Well, that's why you don't see them on the news. Yes. They're just doing their job. Yeah, they're doing what we elected Serving them to Serving their, their constituents. That's right. And they're not the people that Darren's singing about in that song.
1: No. no. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. So, uh, so hey, there's going to be a lot of bonus episodes popping up between now and the 12th of Never. I really appreciate the support from everyone. Your feedback is essential. Yeah. And I have to tell you, when I'm really just down and out mm. and bummed out, I'm like, oh, God. Ugh. Am I gonna have time to cut a new FPP episode? I'll get an email from somebody, and that like lift me up. It'll jack you right up. Yeah, be like, oh, okay, <laughs> someone's listening. Thank you very much. Oh,
4: hell, then in
1: 2023, we're you know the FPP podcast we've been going a long time. We're focused on delivering to you folks content about things, tools,
3: mm-hmm.
1: information that you can use to create your art. That's right. We're that, enablers. Yes, that's what um, in, in you know informing Creative you, enablers. informing you of new films, new products, vintage cameras, stuff that you can grab, mm-hmm. shoot with, and you know create your own your own images. That's what it's about for me. Play,
0: Play your, your own, own, kind own kind of music, music. sing, sing your, own your own kind of song. Kind of song. Right?
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll bring that Mark Delzell back for our Christmas episode. That'd be great. Do you see
0: him dressed up as Hagrid? Did I show you a picture?
1: <laughs> Great, yeah, that was his Halloween costume.
0: Halloween, yeah, he yeah. goes all out. He's a very creative guy, he is a creative guy. That's why, if we do like a film project or we come up with an idea to shoot or test a camera with, he'll like help out with the set design and like create all kinds of cool stuff.
1: He's a creative guy yes. in a hard candy mm-hmm. shell,
0: yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, he's a softy, he's a hard, he candy won't shell admit he's a softy with a soft center. Be
1: like, hey, Mark, I tell him, I call him, hey, Mark, listen, you're not on the show, but we talk about you. So, Dan will listen. He he only listens if he's on it. Okay. So, they won't be hearing this. So, all right. All right. So, we can say whatever we want. Say whatever we
0: want. Mark Dalzell's a righteous dude. As are all the people associated with the FPP. Owen, I just talked to you yesterday and I was like, how's Owen doing? Yes. And I was told you how thankful I was. Yes,
1: because Owen's a righteous dude. Yes. Leslie is a righteous dudette. Yes. Oh, my God. Matt's a righteous dude. Matt, in 2023, everyone's going to be shocked. Mm. And i shocked and surprised that Matt is getting into motion film.
0: Yeah, but 16. So what? So he's bypassing all the... Oh, you think he's, uh, he's eight, eight an ramp- 8mm snob? He's not ramping up. He's going straight for the uh, the jugular. Yeah. Well, he
1: hasn't bought... Uh, did you see the horror film Nope? Oh, yeah. Did you see that guy with the hand-crank
0: 70mm yeah. uh, <clears throat> camera? Yeah we the got the homemade one, the yeah. cinematographer. Yeah, why that's, he's gonna make one of that's those. What I
1: expect Matt to be shooting, like, <laughs> he's oh, he's gonna make one. I'm shooting large format motion picture film, yeah. which is 65 millimeter. millimeter. <laughs> so, anyhow, yeah. all right. So, are we gonna read any letters or that's it? No, that's it. We're gonna play oh, okay. a new song from Darren. Oh, which one? Oh, street street food.
0: food, of course.
1: I want to shoot a music video for it. All right, how are, we gonna, how are we gonna do that? Go see Mark Dalzell, he'll
0: help us, he'll create, he'll make all the food. He'll make this place look like England.
1: I know. We'll shoot at his place. Oh, his apartment? Yeah. Okay. All right. Street food.
3: Street food. 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 You can hold it in your hand. Street food. Standing up watching a band. Street food. I'm sure you understand. I like street food. You like we like street food. There's a dish for everyone. Street food in a rat bar in a bun. Street food, play well, you be wanting more? I burgers, bunny chow street long hot dog, xiao long bao Loaded fries are where it's at Standing on the corner with the chat, chat, chat Had a drink of double tea a slice of pizza, it's a lead. Ice cold beer will make it work. And when you're standing on the corner with your jerk, jerk, jerk. Street food. Strictly Strictly oh, Give me that Give me that
4: Strictly Children 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 Give me that Strictly children. Oh, children. Oh, children. Oh, children. children I've been running away from children all my life one country to another, and you can't escape them. The world, the world is full is of children,
3: children, children,
4: children, children, children. Phineas T. Prune was a multi-zillionaire with a pickle face. He didn't like Christmas, he didn't like Santa Claus, and most of all, he didn't like children.